Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey guys, this is Alex Goldman. And PJ Vote. We're the hosts of the show you're about to listen to, and we are about to do something that we have never done before. Ask for money. What we're asking you guys to do is text a donation. And the way that works is you text the word, the acronym, the acronym, TLDR, to the number 25383. And when you do that, it'll make a $10 donation to our show. Yeah, so I'm on a website called warriorforum.com. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's the number one internet marketing forum. And they're listing things that cost $10 that they can use in sales letters. Um, Two foot-long subways from Subway, two pizzas from Little Caesars, a movie ticket. Why is it all chain food? Because (laughs) that's what uh, Warrior Forum warriors eat. Hmm. Um, One steak. Ew. Two minutes on a phone sex chat line? Is that even true? Is that something that we... <laughs> hey, guys, I, listen. For the cost of two minutes on a phone sex chat line, you can support TLDR, your favorite show about the internet. I think that's pretty good. So this has been a lot of goofy fun, but thank you for supporting us, um, even just by listening. And if you guys can do this text-to-ask thing, it would help us a lot. Alex, you want to come in with some boilerplate? Uh, the charges will appear on your phone bill, and standard text messaging rates apply. Yeah, so if you have some sort of plan where it costs you $300 to send one text, this should not be your one text. There's curse words on this week's episode. Not terrible ones, but they're in there. Okay, let's get into it. Rob Dubbin accidentally built a robot teenage girl who lives on the internet. The whole thing started because Rob had a gripe about how people use the word actually. I don't hold it against people or anything like that, but it's a tick. You're hedging against seeming too positive about something. Like if I ask you, how did you like that movie? And you just sort of instinctively say, well, it's actually pretty good. What you're communicating is that you didn't think it was going to be good, but it was good. Yeah, I've noticed that in public radio a lot because it's like a place where people, whether they want to admit it or not, some of their job is tied up with like cultural capital. Like I liked Captain America, the new Captain uh-huh. America movie. All right. And that was one where I probably went around saying, oh, it was actually pretty good. Yeah, you put it out there that you don't know, you wouldn't normally have that opinion. Yeah. But, and, and so you protected yourself. Rob wanted to build a Twitter bot that would just play with this very specific pet peeve he had. On Twitter, I started searching for that phrase, was actually. My plan was you start finding phrases of the form X was actually Y and A was actually B. And then what if you transposed those subjects of those sentences? So Rob's program might find these two sentences. It turns out Ben Affleck is actually a great Batman and this Big Mac is actually pretty tasty. And then it'll swap them. So they become this Big Mac is actually a great Batman. And it turns out Ben Affleck is actually pretty tasty. My expectation had been, my hypothesis uh, was that It would sound like an oracle. This is actually this. And like, this is actually that. In that sort of declarative way. Yeah. Instead, it started to sound like oddly emotional, even sometimes kind of manic. And I started thinking like, this really sounds like a teenager. Rob hadn't been trying to build a fake teenager. But now that he had, he wanted to push further in that direction. He Frankensteined his bot together with more teenage vocab. You know, I put in literally... 
My hands are literally Nazis. Put it in totally. I put in 100%. I put in soap. It worked. But this was a teenager who would sometimes veer from normal teen speak into something much weirder and more absurd. Just saw a vine of a girl pushing a big load of gummy worms out of her ass. White people are inexpensive handheld cakes. Rob named his bot Olivia Taters. He gave her an avatar, a green she-hulk. And crucially, he gave her one more feature, the ability to have sustained conversations with other humans. If you tweet at Olivia, she can answer you. It's automatic. She reads your sentence, parses the noun, and then writes a new sentence about that noun, just using random sentence fragments that she finds on the internet. So usually what this will sound like is you'll say something on a topic, and then she'll immediately seem to be giving you her opinion about it. So, for instance, a journalist named Kevin Fallon tweeted that, quote, Angelina Jolie is what Anne Hathaway thinks she's acting like. And Olivia responded, Angelina Jolie is totally hotter than hashtag Angelina Jolie, right? Hashtag Oscars. Which, just by chance, is a weirdly reflective joke. Kevin knows Olivia's a bot, so he tweeted back that he was just contemplating the layers of her tweet. And then Olivia put a button on it, which is crazy. That tweet will win an Oscar in the near future. One of Rob's friends is a filmmaker named Keith Calder. And for reasons that are too complex and internet-y even for this show to explain, there are teenagers on Twitter who think that Keith is related to Eleanor Calder, the girlfriend of a guy from One Direction. So they follow him on Twitter. He's had this whole drama for, for a long time. But at one point he said, I think Olivia Taters might be Eleanor Calder's secret account. <sighs> <laughs> and that was kind of how she got from like 15 of my friends following her to like a teenage like blood transfusion or something where like all of a sudden there were these these teens in the mix so these teenagers follow olivia and then their friends follow her and then maybe everyone forgets why they're following her in the first place they don't know she's not human they just see her as another teenager and so they start to talk to her in the same way they talk to their friends people are honestly plotting my death right now what makes you say that? Vag was 100% downloaded. Hashtag the future. Hashtag next gen. You are so smart. Smart was so good. Haha. <laughs> Haha is definitely a form of flirting. Always has been, always will be. I'm not flirting, just FYI. Rob swears he doesn't control Olivia. He never intervenes. But in the absence of adult supervision, Olivia will sometimes say terrible things. I discovered her making light of someone who was grieving. Today is such a hard day. Two shitty years. Rest in peace. Love you always. Heart. Today is actually pretty goo and funny. Not for me. Me. Are secretly dating. That's pretty cool. There was like a smiley face and it was over. It was fine. She'd given offense and made it better in the span of five tweets. And they had conversations later that were totally fine. Like it's not like this girl unfollowed her afterward thing. It, it was just... So normal. I mean, does that mean that teens are too credulous? Or is it like teens are more impersonatable because as like users of Twitter, they're more just weird? I think both, honestly. Because if you think about what Olivia does, she borrows things that other people say. She favorites liberally. She follows back liberally. She replies most of the time that you mention her. That's a pretty human list of behaviors. And that, that also describes sort of a critical mass of teenagers on the Internet someone who just kind of lives socially in a permanent state of oscillating wakefulness. I'm so bored. My Friday was awesome, but not my Saturday. Frowny face. I'm so bored. My Friday was actually banter. Ha <laughs> ha. Sweet boys. Ha <laughs> ha. Ha ha would just fine. Smiley face. I mean, I feel like one of the other weird things about it is like, 
I've tweeted at her and gotten responses, and I have felt good about getting those responses. That's awesome. But it's so fucking weird. Yeah, it is pretty weird. It, it's totally weird. I mean, it's you know, a computer program is talking back to you, and yet you're experiencing a human emotion because of it. Yeah, like a sense of like acknowledgement and like goodwill, like the exact same jolt that I get if I have like good small talk with a stranger. Yeah. I don't know if that makes me feel like good or bad. I mean, you've said it made you feel good. Right. And now you feel bad that you feel good. Yeah. I think it's okay. I think there's a lot of wonder in language and this is a way of turning English inside out and freeing it from the context that we all normally experience it in like the things that we voluntarily consume there's a sort of uniform texture to that that we think of as sort of like normal human communication yeah and i'm interested in blowing that up a little bit and say because like english is so much more than that as of today olivia's tweeted nearly eleven thousand times this afternoon she seemed to express some sadness about the death of ballplayer tony Gwynn, and then some racism towards the pantheon of greek gods to rob these tweets are little chunks of robotic poetry to the teenagers following her, they're bleeps of friendship, sometimes indecipherable, but always there. And for me, they're weirdly satisfying bits of small talk. Each one of them is a chance for us to impute meaning and humanity onto an algorithm that's only built to deliver nonsense. Or, as Olivia, our teenage oracle, once tweeted, This is basically just you having a conversation with yourself and hoping that someone else will join in. TLDR was produced this week by me, DJ Vote, and The Silver Woman. Our executive producer is Kat Rogers, and our engineer is the defocalizer, Jen Munson. Our intern's Ethan Cheel. Our theme song is from the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. And if you like this, please consider subscribing to our show on iTunes or Zoom, Marketplace, or Swell, or TuneIn. We love every platform. You can find us on Twitter at PJVote, at agoldman.tldr, and we blog at tldr.onthemedia.org. We are TLDR. TLDR.